With the most rental listings anywhere, there's no wrong way to get into your right place on Apartments.com. For instance, you could latch a tablet to the wall and throw magnetic darts at the rental search map. Or you could lather your phone screen in peanut butter and let your furry roommate lick their way to a tasty new pet-friendly place. Or you could use your tablet like a spirit board and call upon your beloved late Nana so she gets her say too. And now Apartments.com even offers offers virtual tours so you can explore your potential place from anywhere with an internet connection. If you're at a bar on a bad first date, knock yourself out. On a tandem bike pedaling across the beach, not advisable, but certainly not impossible either. Are you around base camp at Mount Everest? Now, that's nearing the summit of all the ways you can search. From the tried and true methods and the virtually enhanced techniques to the downright unorthodox approaches, you're bound to discover that special somewhere to call your own on apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here to talk about The Circle, week number two. We had uh, two people check out of The Circle momentarily, a new twist. Heading into week three, and a lot to break down here on our weekly circle uh, roundtable panel, the appropriately named roundtable, uh, to cover the circle. Very excited to talk uh, about the circle for the first time this week. Uh, let me uh, welcome in all of the influencers we'll be talking with today. <laughs> of course, uh, joining us from the wrestling wrap up, uh, she knows about the squared circle. Here is Mari Forth. Uh, Mari, how are you? Hello. Uh, what is it? Mac, Urban Decay, Revlon, Sephora Collection, Maybelline. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. I thought you asked me to name five makeup brands. <laughs> yes. Uh, this episode of Robin's Podcast is sponsored by Collection Co. Fine yes. makeup <laughs> for men and women. Yes, totally Rob. popular brand. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on as you guys know i love me some circle so i am so glad to be back with you guys with a, a good entertaining nice second batch of episodes okay all right also here with us today that uh that he has uh just gotten through telling us why natalie white won for samoa here is uh david bloomberg david how are you Good, good. Uh, yeah, I. If I had been asked, uh, even now, what the uh, what my top five uh, favorite makeup brands are, I have no idea. And you know, m I live with my wife for I don't know, you know, twenty odd years now, and my son works for a company that probably makes some makeup. So, <laughs> I, I guess I'd better study if I decide to go on the circle. Yes, or don't catfish as a woman. Well, that's the other option. Yeah, yeah. that's the that's the other <laughs> well, option. It's a lot easier. Okay, uh, we'll see if uh, David has updated uh, his rules for how to yes. uh, win the circle coming into uh, season two. Here, uh, of course, uh, very excited to have with us, of course, uh, the great uh, Mary Kwiatkowski. Frail Mary is here. Yes, um, at Rob, I just want to know why is it that you're always putting Mari and Mary on the same podcast? I think you just <laughs> like to confuse people. Yes, uh, we're going for the uh, Uma Oprah thing of uh, Mary, Mari, <laughs> Mari, Mary. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see if we get uh, too tongue-tied here today. It's a twist. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm uh, really excited to talk some circle. Have been really loving this season so far. I'm really, really interested to get into this twist talk because any bit of strategy we can bring into the circle, I think, has been a major improvement so far. Yes. Hi. And man who has covered the circle all week long. I uh, watched all the episodes and listened to all of his recaps all in one day today. So I am uh, fired up, ready to go. Uh, I'm probably just like this person is, who's well-rested with uh, no Big Brother Canada live feeds to speak of. It's Taryn Armstrong. I'm happy to be here, Rob. Uh, I am well-rested. I'm I'm glad to hear that you've listened to all the podcasts um, uh, because then you'll know, you know, hashtag I have morals. So uh, (laughs) nobody needs to question that. Yeah. Uh, great job uh, once again, Taryn. How are you feeling at the end of week two? Uh, I'm feeling like week two, a little bit slower than week one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there were still some fun moments here or there. I'm excited to see uh, how we how we conclude uh, everything. But uh, I'm still having fun. Okay. JFTF, of course. That's the motto <laughs> of the circle. <laughs> we saw two players uh, go out. It was uh, Emily and it was Lance that we said bye, bye, bye at the end of uh, week two before we uh, have now going to see them come back. Would you call this, Taryn, a a bye, bye, bye back? I think I would. Mm -hmm. I think I would. No, I know. Sorry, Rob. That was too many buys. No. Bye, bye, back. Uh, Would the correct nomenclature actually be a fake double eviction? This is a lot more of a fake double eviction than Big Brother Canada. Okay, yeah. 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 Genuinely. (laughs) Fake double eviction. We're all thinking the same thing, but just not getting their their names in order. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, I guess we should kick things off talking about Emily. And uh, really, uh, Emily had like uh, the Red Wedding episode uh, earlier this week. I think that that might have been episode seven, where yeah. uh, the, the, the mannequin ultimately, the Glamoquin ultimately uh, did Emily in. Uh, Mary, uh, do you think, was there any recovery for Emily? So I thought of a recovery. I don't know if this is even something they're allowed to do, but we kind of saw it in season one. Did Jack have an option to say, okay, you know what? This was abysmal. Nobody's going to believe that I'm Emily anymore. Can I just be Jack now? And if that's possible, if they're allowed to just do the swap and say that, like maybe it's bad, but at least they're not a catfish anymore. So you don't know Jack. Uh, pros and cons, you yeah. know? So I thought that might have been interesting. Either that or just. Because you can't say like, oh, I don't wear a lot of makeup when all your pictures have you wearing a lot of makeup. So, nice try yeah, going back to season one, there was the woman and I don't remember what her name was that she came in and she was catfishing. But then she was uh, about body positivity and she was a plus size model, I believe. And mm-hmm. she wanted. But I, I still feel like that that was like she, the producers knew in advance that this that that stunt was going to happen. I, I don't know, Taryn, do you have any sort of precedent for on the fly? Are people able to just sort of like uh, unmask themselves? Well, uh, so recently in season three of the UK version, um, if, if you don't want to be even remotely spoiled, uh, there's a light spoiler warning here. There was an instance where uh, one of the catfish did decide to reveal themselves to another player. It was not a an entirely public uh, reveal. It was just one confession to one player. It didn't change their uh, their profile picture or anything like that. Um, but I think the real answer to this question is 
uh, do the producers think it's going to be entertaining? Mm-hmm. If yes, yeah. they'll do it. If mm-hmm. no, they can. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I was thinking the same thing that he should have just, well, first, I thought of a couple excuses he could have made. Like, I didn't see the, what's that stuff called? The liquid Liquid taste. foundation. Yeah, the foundation. Uh, I was close. Um, I, I didn't see the foundation. It fell out of the box onto the floor. Um, mm-hmm. I stepped on it. I crushed it. You know, so I had to make do with what I had. Something. I don't think he knew there was any, though. Well, that, yeah, yeah, that, I, that was the problem. <laughs> well, I mean, once he <laughs> yeah. saw what he did wrong, right? Yes. Well, yeah, once, yeah I, I would think that once he saw everybody else's, he might have figured it out, but maybe you're right. He had no clue even then. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Mary. He should have just come out and said, yeah, you guys got me. Instead, he was like deluding himself. He was properly upset. And then the next morning he woke up and talked to a few people. He's like, oh, good. I got it past him. And no, no. You and unfortunately, he happened to talk to the two people who either didn't mind that he could be a catfish or didn't actually think he was. And so they kind of probably started giving him a little bit of hope that wasn't just, but I think stick with your first instinct. If you're going to bed that night, knowing that you basically need to make a Hail Mary move, do it. And, and otherwise, uh, otherwise it was, he was right. This was unfair. And I think, well, not unfair, unlucky for him. I should say this is a, they clearly put this challenge in, to hope that something like this would happen. Mary, we have enough Mary and Marys in this podcast. Yeah. I, I, yeah, we never get to see it. <laughs> I think that um, was a Hail yeah. Mary, not a Hail Mary. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like he he had an uphill battle, battle no matter what. Like with Trevor, like you guys are talking about Trevor's mannequin looked really good. I feel like mm-hmm. Trevor could kind of be like, well, I'm artistic. I have, you know, he could he could say, I'm an artist. I This is easy for me. I, I'm good with paints. He could say the daughter thing like, oh, I put on makeup with my daughter. So it's easier for him to get out of it than it would for <laughs> Jack and Emily, because like Mary pointed out, Emily has full face in most of her <laughs> in most of her pictures. And for you not to do it on the mannequin is very hard to believe. Uh, so I don't know if he could have recovered except so if this wasn't the double blocking where the um the people the two people on the block instantly went home, it, it could have he could have stayed because Chloe was the, the yeah. number one influencer. She had her doubts, but does it really matter for her to really get out Emily if Emily is her like number one, number two? Kat was more focused on Lance and really wanted Lance out. So if it wasn't the instance of the double blocking, there is a chance she could have skated by. Taryn, can I ask you uh, one thing about the producers of the circle? Do you think that, like, uh, I know that if we talked to them, I did an interview, they'd say, no, 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 no. everything we do is all planned from ahead of time. Um, We don't do anything on the fly. But do you think that they looked at this draw of like, okay, uh, Lance and Emily, seven and eight. Uh, all right, th- this works for us. Uh, that's the twist here. Well, I, I, they did seem to announce this ahead of time. I honestly, mm-hmm. I would not put it past them uh, to do that at all, and I don't even know if they would claim otherwise. Honestly, um, it's it's pretty out there. It's pretty open that the producers of the show are very involved uh, in the show. Um, so uh, I would not put it past them. But in this particular instance, uh, they did seem to announce this. Uh, it's It really did seem like they announced this ahead of time. So, OK, mm-hmm. David. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing that, it, you know, there was at least some inkling ahead of time um, and that everybody was so surprised. And I was like, mm, I, I don't think you would have been that surprised. But um, but going back to to Jack himself, 
um, you know, when we were comparing to Trevor, yeah, I think Delisa did a great job of her research ahead of time. She had that notebook. She had even little things about sports, like this person was injured and this, you know, and this is what I say back. And it doesn't seem like Jack did. I mean, at least we didn't see him do any of that same sort of research about what's it like to be a 21 year old sorority girl. Yeah, that's a great point, David. He had a whole thing of makeup. <laughs> no, I think that was what he took from the challenge. I think he just he had, yeah. he had l- 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 Maybelline and Collection Co. Make I don't know. Yeah. He did a ton of research. He just got really unlucky. Yeah, that, that's a great point, David. Because for the UK versions, people come with stacks of notebooks of just to have their characters down. And Jack, I, I'm really thinking back, and I don't ever remember him um, looking at a notebook or anything. Mm-hmm. Taryn, do you recall him ever having any type of preparation materials? Nah, yo, come on, <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need that stuff. Come I on. Think, well, and this is been said. This has been talked about since pretty much the beginning with the Jack-Emily thing of Emily being kind of one note, kind of being very like what a college-age boy thinks a college-age girl sounds like based on, you know, whatever their experience is. Like, oh, it's probably just lots of, hey, sweetie, and talking (laughs) about wine. And that's also why most people, even the people who liked Emily, said, Emily's sweet, Emily's my girl. But they didn't really say anything about, like, depth or i've had a really great connection Mm -hmm. with emily and here's a bond we built based on something we talked about with the exception of lance and the cosmonaut stuff which even that was like oh space is cool yeah (laughs) yeah i have to say i like jack in general i also like the fact that he was wearing a michael jordan chicago white Sox jersey um but uh he changes jerseys all the time that i think was in episode a lot uh, of jerseys five yeah um but, uh, you know, I like him in general and, uh, you know, but I do think one other thing for the for the uh, Glamoquin challenge was uh, Lance getting criticized for the wig. And now I know this will surprise everybody, but I have never been a rock star, so I haven't had, you know, um, my my copious hair done. Um, but just because someone gets their hair done all the time doesn't seem to me to indicate you should be able to style a wig properly hmm i mean i i think that like there is a difference between st- getting your hair done and styling a wig sure but for somebody like lance where it's like you know you're in a boy band the hair is very important right like <laughs> like uh like nobody he's not gonna he's he, like he, he's gonna have multiple hairdressers all the time he's got to make sure that it's you know just the right way um, I feel like there's a, a level of scrutiny there that's probably uh, much, much higher than most, right? Yeah, yeah. And and for the Lance thing, I mean, it's also been talked about, like, seems like Lisa probably, once they found out the connection with Lance, that was probably something the show wanted, whether or not it was mm-hmm. her idea or not. But for Jack, I don't 100% know, besides, oh, people like cute girls, I think Jack could have done much better as himself, like having mm-hmm. a kind of like, you know, goofy young guy like that can be kind of fun because I am much, much, much more likely to assume that somebody is a catfish if they seem like the, you know, really, really beautiful. And I mean, that's what people are suspicious of all the time. Anyway, I'm honestly surprised mo- more people aren't 
thinking that Mitchell might be, you know, a catfish. That hasn't seemed to be brought up at all. But um, yeah. And then and then with with playing someone of the opposite gender, that can also be difficult if you haven't done copious research. And even the people who are getting slightly away with it in in mostly in Trevor uh, still are getting caught occasionally with uh, with what yeah. they're saying. Yeah, Mary, that's why I, you know, the whole beautiful thing, that's why I would have to catfish as someone else because they just wouldn't believe, you know, if they, if they <laughs> right, stopped. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this brings up my wider question about catfishing is just like, in this episode, we see a lot of catfish hunting in episode eight, but what is wrong with being a catfish? Like the most that is going, unless you're flirting with them and you're a little upset that they're not the real person, most people use a little bit of their personality, at least in their catfish. And in a game where it's either you're talking to a picture of somebody who is exactly who they say they are, or you're talking to a picture of someone who's who's not, does it make that much of a difference? It's not like, oh, a dirty lie. Like people who are really themselves and are not a catfish can also lie and, and be schemy. So I've never quite understood in the circle of why you would want to, why getting out the catfish means anything at all. I, I mean, I think it's because you're caught lying, you know, and it's just here. I've had all these discussions with you. If you're lying about who you are, how can I trust anything else that we've talked about? And I think it's more of an image than anything, you know, and it also makes a good way to target people as we saw uh, Lee do, you know, I'm going to be the catfish hunter while I'm a catfish, you know? And, and so I, I just think it's, it, it's instant dishonesty. Also, no, nobody wants to be the person that was duped. Nobody wants right. to look like an idiot on, on TV. And so uh, I don't think that this cast cared that much about the catfish, but the uh-huh. fact that they eliminated three people in a row that yeah. weren't, they were like, are we starting to look like idiots? I hope not. I yeah. guess, but I, I just feel like the, I mean, are people going to feel like an idiot because they, because River was Lee? Like, I don't know, you know, because they're, they're, are people going to be upset that, um, uh, Delisa's playing her husband. Like it's still like there's upset, a lot man. there. Like, when they're being asked, do you think this person is genuine? They have to make a call, and uh-huh. they don't want to be wrong. I guess yeah. I just feel like you know Courtney, uh, Mitchell, um, who else? Courtney Mitchell, Chloe. Savannah, Chloe. Well, uh, not Chloe. That's a separate one. But the the three of them, like they have been dishonest or not genuine in conversations, even though they're playing themselves. So yeah, but nobody's going to look like, like a complete idiot by saying that they think that Chloe is genuine. Whereas if they flirt with with Jack, they're going to look a little mm-hmm. foolish. Yeah, and maybe maybe and, you just don't need to flirt with everybody. But even, even then, if, uh, if you're yeah. just if you're just somebody like oh tr- like Cat like oh Trevor's so genuine. Why are you guys being like this? Like you look you look like you've been duped. And then on top of that, so they got three real people out of there. They know not everybody in their circle is real. So once you get the three real like people out of there, everybody else should should be like, okay, so then that means we have mad catfish around us. So it made sense for Lee to be on the catfish hunt and why he wanted to get at least one catfish out so that it kind of takes the heat off of the people who are remaining for being catfish. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Especially when the people that they got out uh, from the original uh, batch of people, like there were right. three people that like from the original starting cast that they got out and they all happened to be real people. It was just like that catfish was so front and center this week. Uh, and then when Emily has that slip up in the Glamaquin challenge, uh, there really was uh, nothing that uh, they could do. I think that the people were thinking about keeping 
Lance around also. Uh, we heard that, and that seemed like a good idea. Nobody was going to give Lance the win at the end, but I think that ultimately... Yeah, not uh, maybe by accident, but... Um, <laughs> and um, before we move on from Emily, I do want to backtrack in a sense what Mary said. Jack, I, I didn't... I. I'm not that mad that Emily is gone because I've I've seen it all. I've seen all of the seasons of the circle, the UK, the US, Brazil, France, and we we get this where it's the men men play women and then they play them so docile and boring and safe. And it's like something we've seen so many times and there's just not nothing compelling. Jack himself is compelling, but him playing as Emily was just not compelling. And he lost it a little bit because at the beginning, I thought he was doing a good job of what Taryn was saying was kind of like in like putting elements of himself, just like wine, hey, bitch, like being like all kind of cute and goofy. And then when he would get into some of the strategy stuff, he just played it safe, played it safe to the point where like Chloe, his closest allies were like, girl, can you just pick a side? And it, it's just boring. It, it's just boring. And you don't want to see it again. So I'm glad that the twist happens. And I can't wait to see what happens now that that it's a different profile and all of that. Yeah. But- yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Mary. I was going to say, and this is by direct comparison why Delise is doing a bit of a better job because a lot of the personality that she's giving is her own in um, her family values mm-hmm. and relationship with her daughter and things like that. And also um, using that as like building more of a fleshed out character in Trevor. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I wonder with Jack if it was that he was playing Emily to be so docile or if he was just playing the game and thought, I mean, we mm-hmm. saw what happened with Savannah and Terralisha. You know, they went at each other and they're both gone. So you see that and you might think, oh, you know, okay, playing, uh, you know, plotting and scheming too much. We got to we gotta take it back and uh, yeah. maybe just calm down a little. I think he was doing that from before that even happened. Like, I think that even from the original, like, uh, girl uh, girl gang chats that mm-hmm. he was like, hey, whatever you guys think, whatever, yeah. you know, uh, you know I'm, yeah. I'm with you all. I have your, all, I have your backs. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just think he was, that was his strategy is what yeah. I'm saying. And then certainly after you see those two gone, then you, you double down on it and you say, and this may have something to do with the fact that I just talked about, you know, Natalie White. Uh, but, you know, you say, I'm not going to, you know, pop my head up here. I'm going to stay low and uh, under the radar and let the other people fight. But then that's the thing is we're not even talking about game wise. Like if we're still using women as the base that we're going on, look at Chloe. Chloe is so over the top because yep. she's just being herself. She says stuff. She says crazy stuff. Kat, when Kat and Chloe had their chat and Cat uh, said, oh, it's hot like jalapeno coochie up in here. And it's just like real women or real people are just not afraid to show just personality, period. And I think, again, Jack Jack has so much personality and he just never showed it as Emily. Mm-hmm. And we saw it with Seaburn and Rebecca, in a sense, like mm-hmm. Seaburn played it so safe and so calm. And, and just it's not it, it's one note. It's like most catfish. It's one note. And it's think- not like there aren't people like. Rebecca or Emily who exist in the world, but you have to think like three dimensionally also of those people probably are not getting cast on a television show. Yeah. Yeah. Mari, to your point, I think that a lot of it is those are real women. They know how real women talk to each other. Mm -hmm. There is no way Jack would send a message (laughs) to someone 
saying that. I mean, there's just no way. And there's no way he would know that he could send a message to someone saying that. So I think that's more of it. He just didn't feel comfortable in Emily's shoes. Yep. Let's talk about uh, Lance Bass also, who uh, went out this week. And uh, this was uh, just like, uh, you know, feels like that this was a hook to like a promotional stunt to get people to tune into the show. But Lisa, as Lance Bass, did absolutely nothing in her time on the circle. Uh, Very few allies even made. Uh, No one will miss her. And Honestly, like, uh, I think it's interesting what they're doing. But like, if, uh, you know, Lisa was just flat out gone, I think I'd be okay with that, too. Yeah, I'm hoping that Jack takes over the new personality, you know, yeah. because because I just can't imagine that Lisa's going to have much to add. I kept forgetting yeah. she was on the show. Well, uh, it, you know, and who was someone, I think Lee called her hashtag harmless. But maybe between the two of them, maybe they could mm-hmm. figure out a personality where maybe like uh, <laughs> that J- Jack could be like a little bit like uh, different because he's not going to be Emily and Lisa couldn't be actually like uh, she doesn't have to be Lance. Uh, Mary, is it possible that the two of them together, this could work? I think that they have a better chance than Ed and his mom at playing one character. I, I definitely think having two people who were just in the circle who know, know these people already and have relationships, I think the hardest yeah. part is going to be the starting from scratch element when you are not like not accidentally tipping your hand to knowing them, to knowing the people already or um, something like that. So it's, it's still obviously going to be a challenge to reintegrate yourself as this new fun character that we've got here. Well, this new fun character who looks my age, (laughs) you you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've seen that guy at poker games. Hashtag. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Fun guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So first of all, I like that they did this because that uh, as we're sort of conjuring up Ed and his mom and somehow they've become like a reality TV dynasty uh, family. It's like, mm. did we really get to know them? I'm glad we didn't have to try to meet like a, a new person here at the end of this. So at least we already have the we kind of know Lisa. We know uh, we we know Emily. Uh, we know Jack uh, through two weeks of the circle. So I'm glad we don't have to try to meet new people and then it'll just be a new player in the game. I'd like to just reference the preview for next week, which if you are v- so spoiler averse, you don't want to hear about the preview. Uh, skip ahead two minutes. Taryn, did you watch this? Did you watch the preview? Yeah. Yes. So it looks like that they are cat. The person they are catfishing as they are saying that this person is a psychic which yeah. I think was uh, such an inspired choice that they can come in and be like, all right, uh, I know this, uh, like, uh, Trevor, don't say anything. I know you have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, they could just kind of like uh, come in and just be like, uh, they are able to access like the previous knowledge that they have. Yeah. Uh, John the Psychic. Um, so, this is another thing that they did in the UK version this season. Um, and, and I wondered if they were going to do it here because they filmed all of these before airing them. So like, we might as well get this out there. Cause once we, like, once we air these, we'll never get to do it again. Everyone will suspect it. Uh, so let's just get it all in here. And, and it is, I think the key of this is exactly what you said, which is that adding in a new person right at the end is, is just so lame. You don't care about them. Yeah. You've watched eight episodes of other people. Um, it's much more fun to watch people that you already know about. 
granted we know very little about lisa um but uh but yeah john the psychic will definitely be interesting i don't know if that's something that they came up with or if um or if that was somehow uh given to them yeah it's really smart Uh, though but yeah, I, love- I mean, we we could see them uh, like I'm. Uh, I just feel like there was maybe some some negative energy here. Maybe there was a battle between two strong women uh, that occurred. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm getting a sense of that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love the thought that if this new character goes out and has to give a goodbye message, they're gonna look and they'll be like, "All right, who are these two people?" But they still yeah. don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, he said, look, it's two two new people catfishing as this guy. And they're like, also, we were also catfishing as these other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I do yeah. think we were a little bit robbed of the meet and greet, though, here, because I mm-hmm. was looking forward to that. Yeah, just uh, yeah. real quick on that, that uh, Lance, aka Lisa, was going to see River. Emily uh, was going to see uh, Trevor, which uh, I think that that oh. would have been wild. Yeah. Yeah. All really of them, fun. all the catfish. Interesting, but yeah, I mean, if I, I'd like to think now, I'm more skeptical than most, um, as anyone who follows me on Twitter knows. Mm-hmm. But um, I would like to think that the people who will see this, knowing that there are game twists, especially Courtney, who has been the Joker before, will look at this and say, mm, "This is just a little too good to be true." Which is more likely that this person has all these great predictions about us, or that they have inside information somehow? Well, Mari, I will tell you one person who I know is going to be blown away by the psychic, and that is Chloe. She is going to well, yeah. be like, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. They know everything! And I wish I could do Chloe nearly as good as Lita did uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, that was like I, dead on. I need, I need John to find me a man! <laughs> John, which one? Trevor or Mitchell? Tell mm-hmm. me! Yeah. And I wonder if, if Chloe... Is, is Chloe based in the uk still or is she based in la because i wonder if she got to see like um the uk season two or uk well probably not season three mm-hmm. before it doesn't matter but like uk season two yeah. before um because i wonder if she got she has the insider knowledge but like we have pointed uh pointed out on uk season three the only reason why the the older people suspected that one of the new people were older people catfishing as a new person was because they had already had somebody do that earlier in the season. So I don't think that they'll connect the dots that quickly be- unless they've seen the season two where those those two young people, those two new young people got booted, came back as that old lady and then got um, blocked like by, by a se- the secret influencer block, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I'm, I'm excited. They still have to, unless they do it differently, they'll still show their um, catfish videos. Like, they'll show Jack and um, Lisa saying goodbye to the circle. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah I hadn't thought about that. They did the last two times on the UK <laughs> version. I'm sorry if that's any spoilers, but they, they did. They, they did the same thing. They showed them said, hey, it's Jack, it's Lisa, we're yeah. leaving, blah, blah, blah. So that it doesn't raise any suspicions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that better then because it gives them at least a little bit of a shot. Uh, I think this is though this is kind of an obvious twist put in just to have us root for the real people. But mm-hmm. I don't think a person joining this league can ever feasibly win the circle. Oh, uh-huh. I think they can. Uh, yeah, I think the the, the final is so random, uh, or it can be so random, especially. In this cast, where uh, there are definitely a few people, more than a few people, who are uh, rating strategically, 
Um, you know, it, it really, you know, what we often see is that all you need to do to potentially win the game is take that person that you think has no chance of winning, put them number one, uh, and then you maybe now have a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm not sure if everyone has. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if everyone's really thought out the full strategy. There are a couple of voting strategies going on this week that m- mostly in, in terms of Lisa that I'm not really sure that oh, she understood. Uh, we can talk about Lisa. Yeah. 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 I was the yeah. same yeah. way, and Mary. I was just I was like, like, I don't think I, this makes sense yeah. what you're saying. I was but okay. trying to follow the logic there and it was just hurting my head. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. But I mean, we see, we can see, I'm sorry, Rob, we just see that they are voting differently. This is, this season, they've had like different influencers each Mm -hmm. week. Unlike, again, I'm sorry, everybody who hasn't seen the UK version, I keep referencing that they went like a whole season with basically the same um, influencers. So people are clearly voting strategically at different times. I mean, again, how strategic is it? We don't, we don't know. But they're not, it doesn't seem like they're voting the, the same way every time. Minus Chloe, I guess. Chloe's been consistently up there. Well, let's take a look at uh, episode eight in particular and talk through uh, some of the highlights there. And then uh, we'll get into a couple of other, uh, the things from the week number two. Of course, uh, everything uh, was starting in episode number eight with uh, all the fallout about Emily not being able to uh, do the makeup properly uh we see emily uh chatting with lance uh which i guess is foreshadowing taryn because uh emily and lance are going to be talking a lot uh and we know that they're uh alliance hashtag space bitches forever yes uh they bone about cosmonauts uh lance weirdly says she's never thought that emily was a catfish i guess even after Mm -hmm. maybe this conversation took place before the mannequin uh maybe that's what happened here but yeah. um i i i immediately was suspicious that these two were the ones that were going to get blocked when they had had this conversation out of nowhere and interestingly also that uh i'm looking at my notes uh from that conversation that emily says to lance let me know if you need a co-pilot so uh that did come uh full <laughs> circle as uh they will be co-piloting uh together um but uh, so Emily and uh, Emily and Lance, uh, there is uh, some base of a relationship there. So we'll see if they can work together. Uh, we saw Trevor have a private chat with Kat. Uh, we haven't talked a lot about Kat yet, who was uh, very fun. And I th- really was surprised. Uh, Taryn, I agreed with what you said uh, during the week of that. Cat uh, probably got a much smaller edit than Mitchell did, but look at Kat here uh, coming in at uh, number two uh, for the week. Uh, do we think that Kat has a shot at this thing? I mean, I think she's killing it in the game, clearly. I mean, she's made a, a great bond with Trevor, a great bond with Chloe. Nobody sees her as a threat now. I think this second place finish is actually kind of bad for her. Mm-hmm. I think that people will be like, whoa, that's threatening. Um, and uh, And she may drop down. Um, but she probably will need to drop down prior to the finals as long as she can survive to the finals. Uh, but again, like my my biggest thing is that like she did make this impressive run, and I still feel like I'm just not spending a lot of time with her. I really have liked Cat a lot so far. I think Cat is coming here to play very strategically in a similar way that Savannah and Teralisha did. But while she's being very upfront with people in terms of like 
catfish hunting with Lance and stuff. She's getting lucky that the people she's doing that with aren't really catching on to that's what's happening. I mean, Lance being mm-hmm. like, oh, I've, I've fooled them. They, they look mm-hmm. at this. Great. Um, so she's, she's doing well there. Whereas uh, Savannah and Tara Alicia were a little bit more from day one stepping in and showing that they were clearly playing strategically i think kat is coming Uh across a lot more like bondy she's doing the bonding part first and then the strategy which is great uh i i did note that both emily and river were the ones who were who were given to us as as being very shocked that cat came in second and since river is also playing a pretty strategic game right here that's probably one of the bigger people that cat needs to worry about moving forward Uh yeah uh, do you guys think it helps that she didn't, she wasn't an actual influencer? She was just safe from the blocking that maybe be, because she wasn't an influencer, she didn't have a, the choice to block the people that people might forget that she was that high up. And it was just like, woo, that we all survived that double blocking. I, I mean, I think it's better for her, but I don't think they're going mm-hmm. to forget, especially mm-hmm. when we saw the shocked faces um Mm -hmm. you know i I think that yes that'll change things around much like you know i uh, coming into uh, you know in this week courtney you know it was the rise and not quite fall but the rise and drop of courtney you know i mean he was looking i written in my notes he's looking great for the rest of the game and then bam he's way down uh so yeah Yeah. people are definitely voting strategically I, I think yep. I said that on one of the recaps that like uh, in, in some ways his Joker thing worked out poorly because it, it culminated too much. Like just having River there would have kept Courtney safe. The fact that Courtney was there also was redundant and put a bigger target on his back. We saw the result of that. Um, and I think that uh, unfortunately for Kat, this is kind of a similar result. She's up there in the top two, mm-hmm. but doesn't have the power to choose who she's blocking strategically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's kind of worst of both worlds, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think she probably would have gone after either maybe Lance or Emily. I mean, she had you know been been looking at both of them. Yeah, she Um, really got dug in on the uh, Lance's jacket uh, theory. Uh, Mari, what did you think of that? Uh, Kat felt like she had Lance pegged. That yeah. she made up a jacket that Lance wore at an in sync concert <laughs> uh, twenty years ago, and then uh, felt like okay, this was uh, the evidence to convict Lance of being a catfish. Yes, I love what Taryn and Asia said on their podcast mm-hmm. about Cat just being so like, I got him, I got him. And in this episode, she got shares him. that, got him, uh, uh, share that information with Trevor and it helped bond them together. I She played that so well. And I'm so glad she thought of that because like like Taryn said, just pretend you, you, don't, you don't know where it is. Nobody knows right. where a jacket they had 20 years ago is. <laughs> so <laughs> it was great. Uh-huh. Yeah. It reminds me of a time uh, that I watched uh, Rob, actually. It was, it was probably like seven years ago. Yeah. He was wearing a plaid shirt. Um, <laughs> do you, Rob, do you happen to know where that Yeah, shirt? where's that shirt? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, which one? The you know, plaid the plaid one. one with the stripes and the, you know, it was red yeah. and blue, I think. I think uh, it's probably in my sister's closet with uh, all my <laughs> other, <laughs> my other gear. smells fishy. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the, the other thing is, you know, I, I mean... I was not, this will surprise everyone, uh, I was not a boy band person, but um, I, I, you know, the the jacket that she described, I could have seen him wearing that, or at least boy bands in that time frame wearing that at the time. So she was so gung-ho, aha, I got him. How do you know he didn't have a jacket like that? 
But the fact that, or, or yeah, how do you know that they would remember what they were wearing? But right, the fact exactly. that Lisa was even like, oh, you know, I don't really remember that jacket, but I'm just yeah. going to pretend I did. No, play it safe. Like you're right. saying, just pretend that you don't remember. Or, oh, someone else handles my clothes. Honestly, I've worn a lot of jackets over the years, but but I'll, I'll let you know after the show. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know if this was like uh, really cracking the case that Lance Bass might be a catfish on the circle. Yeah. Like, I think that yeah. this might have been like, you know, just uh, old information to everybody else who didn't right. just come in. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we totally know Lance is, uh, yeah. is not real. Um, we did get to see more of the uh, Kardashians with a C. That is River, Courtney, and Chloe. And Mary, to me, that this seems like uh like an odd uh final three pairing uh that uh, and River talks about that really wants to go to the end with Courtney and Chloe. Why River? Doesn't that seem like a <laughs> yeah. bad final three for River? Right. I mean the the idea that you want to go with people who you're close to and think are good trusting players. I don't know. I don't know if we've like a. I, I to be fair, I've only watched the um the the two Netflix seasons, but it seems like there's still a little bit of the very end game strategy that needs to be fleshed out a little bit because that move of going with people who you you just like and, and think are honest and have been with you the whole time um, seems a little bit like not the most strategic play, but more of an emotional play, which was something we saw mm-hmm. more so of in the first season. I think there's a lot of the like. We were in the first group. Oh, geez, let's bring us in, you know, kind of thing that definitely sticks. And um, it it definitely can help in a game where you don't know where people have been, you know, being either revealed as catfish or calling each other out very publicly. It can be nice to have a couple people that you feel like you can really trust and just say, you know what, safe is bet. I'd rather get to the end than win. But in terms of winning, yeah, this is not like River. Honestly, I'm really surprised that River has skated by this yeah. long without anyone else getting on him about the whole lack of personality thing. He had a good week. Uh, but while, while he we're... He used 4-1-1 again. <laughs> just drop it. Stop. I don't but think he, he did it the first time. That was tra- I think that was Trevor that said it the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, up. While we're like, on this, oh, Trevor said it, so now I can. With this final three, uh, <laughs> I, I'd like to highlight Chloe a little bit here, who I really thought was kind of going to be a uh, flash in the pan. But I think that overall, I think that Chloe had the best weekend of anybody that was in the circle. And I, I, to me, I, I want to turn that. I, I'm starting to think that it was an unfair advantage to have Chloe here because that it was almost like that they brought Chloe in that they had the Netflix synergy. It was almost like, all right, here's at least one person. You know, this isn't a catfish. You know, this is this is real. Nobody's catfishing as Chloe from Too Hot to Handle. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely an advantage. She's um, done well. I, I don't want to take anything away from yeah. Chloe, but I also feel like, and then people are like, well, she's definitely real. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, I I feel like uh, like I think that there have been players where it's obvious that they're real. And it doesn't really help them mm-hmm. um, either because they don't have the personality or the strategy uh, or strategic chops or because the producers don't like them. Uh, and so um, I think that uh, like Chloe being uh, basically confirmed real, definitely some kind of advantage. Uh, but I think that uh, honestly, I think the bigger advantage is that she's so entertaining to watch uh, mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And that means that 
she's probably going to get priority when it comes to conversations, private chats, uh, and she's yeah. uh, doing well in them. I was just going to ask Taryn, does he think that Chloe is dangerously getting to that spot where it's a disadvantage to be as liked as she is? Absolutely. And that's why I actually think that this is a great final three to four for River. Um, bring Chloe to the end. Nobody's going to, nobody in this game is going to rate Chloe number one in the finals because she is way too dangerous for that. Courtney is also well liked. He was rated low this time, but only because people expected him to be rated higher, I think. So Courtney mm-hmm. is not another one that might not be too bad to bring to the end. He also clearly planned on bringing Lance to the end, which is the one person who I think maybe could have surprised, uh, surprise upset the whole uh, the whole structure of everything if everyone put Lance at the at number one. But I think he was hoping that Lance would be an auto last place and that he'd be the perfect person to kind of rise above uh, Courtney and Chloe. So I actually don't mind this at all. They're also obviously loyal to him um, and will help keep him uh, safe to the end. And in this game, I'd definitely rather get to the end and have any kind of chance uh, right. because uh, th- than anything else because there's no way to truly set yourself up to win. It's so random in the end. So uh, I'd rather get there. And I actually like uh, this, pl- this plan a lot. Uh, David, so if Chloe does turn out to be the winner of this season, that do you feel like that, uh, that she is, has a lot of similarities to last season's winner in Joey in sort of being like the non, oh, like overly menacing from a strategic standpoint, just like a thirsty person who's like chasing every potential uh, suitor that comes their way? Like, I feel like that it seems like that there's something there. That's like a recipe for success. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, she, I, I did not, I, I did not see too hot to handle. Um, but uh, David, I was which, waiting for your rules on how to win yeah, too hot I, to handle. I, I, you know, I was going to say it will surprise everybody, but um, the, you know, so when she came in, I was like, oh, I am not going to like her at all, and I, I really like watching her. Uh, she is, she's funny. She now usually intention, not intentionally funny, you know, uh, eight minus two is five type of thing. Um, and, and she, there's just a little, uh, just enough strategy there. You know, she was, when she was an influencer, she was reading what was being given to her and saying, aha, they don't want to, you know, provide the information. They want me to talk first. And so there's just a little bit of strategy in her head that, and I think that is similar to last season in that, you know, the, probably the most fun, the most outgoing person and just a touch of strategy. Chloe has definitely gone way up in my books this week, um, not only as a strategist, but also just in terms of likability. I thought going in, I misjudged her and I thought that she was going to be a lot more similar to the first boot from the previous season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but like a much more energetic version. But I think what's so fun about her is almost everybody sends messages when you when you see these chats starting off very like, oh, hi, best friend, love you so much, exclamation point, whatever. And it's kind of most people know like, oh, they're just playing nice, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Chloe legitimately seems to mean and it's like everything that she says almost um, like the, at least the enthusiasm and the happiness that she's portraying seems to be genuine or she's one of the best actresses I've ever yeah. seen um, playing this part. Because I do think that I would easily believe that some stuff you mentioned, the eight mm-hmm. minus two equals five thing. I could easily believe that she would say, oh, that's a funny joke. I'm going to, you know, say that in front right. of the camera, whatever. Um 
but she she does it really well where it seems very authentic yeah and uh i i'm really i'm really surprisingly enjoying her i think i think i i the the whole trevor versus mitchell thing is a little mm-hmm. bit ridiculous, but when you compare that to the nothing we were getting from Lance, this is great. <laughs> yeah, and, and I do think that both Chloe and Joey from Leslie's both have like that golden retriever quality in that like, uh, yeah, every single person they meet, they do want to like uh, run up to them and they're excited to like talk to every single person that they get. And it, it does come across as genuine. So I do think that that comes across and it's something to watch if Chloe ultimately ends up being the winner of the season. Uh, let's talk about uh, Don't At Me. I know, Taryn, you were uh, not high on the activities this season. Did you like Don't At Me? Yeah, we finally got uh, something uh, a little more interesting here in mm-hmm. the uh, in the game. Granted, I did like the Glamican Challenge just because of how much it screwed Emily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was entertaining. Uh, but this, we finally got uh, some good anonymous game uh, stuff in here and uh, boy did they go in on it yeah um, uh-huh. I feel like we only got four questions uh, there had to have been more of don't at oh, me yeah. right that's, and that's how they that's how they were able to narrow down who said what right I, I've talked about this before it's actually a terrible idea to give uh, to give a shady question anonymously because it's very easy to identify who said what when, when people uh, start claiming which ones they said what if you gave a shady question to yourself well, they don't let you ask yourself yeah. questions, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. They assigned you, I was, uh, I was wondering that. Although, I, you know what? I bet, I bet if somebody proposed it, they'd be like, mm, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, we might let you give this a shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney wanted to know if uh, Chloe was using her uh, relationship with, uh, with Trevor to advance herself uh, in the game. How dare you? Yeah, <laughs> I th- this still didn't seem as cutthroat. I I think the, I think the UK's anonymous games just desensitized me because Nobody's they got down and dirty, right? And this seemed kind of light and tame in comparison. So asking Chloe if she was using Trevor was like it wasn't surprising, it, it, and I don't think really many people were really like. Oh, they they had to do the obligatory, but then everybody's like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, it seems like like this this game really seemed to expose. I feel like I'm often trying to just play detective in this show, right. especially the U.S. version, in terms of like what are the actual feelings of these players and what are they actually strategically thinking. And this game to me revealed that uh, that Courtney and River both are working with Chloe, but they see that she's very popular, yep. that she has other options, True. particularly with Trevor. And they were both asking questions regarding t- Trevor, trying to separate Chloe from Trevor so that she, they could have her to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm wondering if that's going to be uh, something that is, is going to blossom uh, in the final four episodes. Uh, Courtney gets a- asked by Emily, uh, when is the uh, fake nice act going to stop? Uh, and Courtney uh, ends up clapping back about, uh, sorry that people think I'm being uh, fake nice. I don't have a lot of friends in real life. Uh, we haven't talked too much about uh, Courtney here. Uh, that In week number two, uh, things kicked off with Courtney going to the inner circle he ended up uh, planting a lot of seeds, baby. Uh, and a lot of those did come back to uh, hurt Emily in term- a lot better than I think that any of us anticipated it would have gone. But then uh, we also heard uh, at the end of the episode when Mitchell was doing his rankings, he does think that uh, Courtney 
could be the Joker. Uh, Mm -hmm. Do we feel like that Courtney is on a uh, downward trajectory, potentially out of the circle? I think some of that's going to depend how much this new player mixes things up if they become a kind of bigger distraction. But I, I definitely think Courtney's playing a risky game. There was like several points in here in the show where it seems like obviously we're not just not getting all of the conversations to make people believe that because that seemed like a shockingly out of nowhere great read by Mitchell. It's mm-hmm. Like, oh, Courtney mm-hmm. in this position must be the must be the Joker. Um, mm-hmm. And then there were a couple other ones where you know people were guessing who was asking the question to them. Trevor thinking that river was the one to ask the the hard question. That sort of thing seemed to be a little bit like, wow, they're really, really guessing. Well, unless they just sit there and go, could be Trevor, you know, could be river, could be Chloe, could be just say every name. They edited the right one. Um, But yeah, I think Courtney is, it was an interesting move to go so hard of I'm going to try and frame a particular person, whether or not that comes off as good or bad. I mean, we've seen Kat certainly use some of those suspicions about the Joker conversation, um, claiming that they're, oh, I, I I trust people until I you know, have a reason not to. I'm not just going to listen to words that other people tell me. But at the same time, it's going to be in the back of your mind, you know, someone might have been. I do think that it's a little surprising that people took the bait about it being Emily and didn't think that one step farther of clearly this was someone trying to frame Emily. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the that's the part where it seemed to kind of fall a little bit. I think Courtney's in the finals. I don't think he's going home. But anytime soon. The finals is how many? Three? Five? Five, generally. Five, okay. Yeah. Um if I honestly I think here's here's I think uh Chloe, Trevor River, Courtney, Mitchell are our final five. So who's out? Yeah. Okay. That's think, Kat, the new player, and Kat, the new player, Kat uh, and John, yeah, the psychic. Kat, the new yeah. Okay. And well, yeah. we'll call you Taryn the psychic if you're right. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I, Wouldn't be the first I'm, time. I'm hoping we can replace uh, Mitchell with Kat, but I that that seems about right because with uh, Chloe, Courtney, and River having that tight three-person alliances we've seen that three-person alliances will get you pretty far in the circle because it's uh, not a majority but it's a large portion of the players and if all three of you are getting at least one two three slots one two you know one two slots one two slots one two slots then you're you're gonna at least stay above the the bottom um so i i agree i think the three of them are at least in the finals trevor i can see sneaking by and then uh, Taryn's right. I think if Kat stays high, then she might get taken out if there's like a secret assassin style mm-hmm. twist. Um, so it, it's really interesting. It's sad that is it so it's true. This is the last batch after this. Yeah, so there'll be episodes? four episodes next week and then we'll have another break and then the finale will get dropped uh, a week mm-hmm. from okay. uh, Wednesday. Oh, OK. So it's technically. I like it. I like it because otherwise then, you know, you just get spoiled on terms of like, uh, if you don't get to watch all four episodes, it's like, all right, well, okay. And then tune in next week. We're going to drop the finale. And then uh, you just have one episode to watch to find out the winner. Yeah. I just hope they can build me up for the finale. It's just, it's, uh, it'll feel so long after watching four. They're building. Yeah. Yeah, And it seems a little short. Yeah. Now, uh, Taryn, I have a question for you based on what Mari said, which is, you know, you, you have these, this trio, they're talking Mm -hmm. to each other. I don't remember 
and Mara, you may be able to answer this just as well as Taryn. I don't remember in the first season anyone saying, okay, here's our strategy that we're going to discuss. You know, uh, circle message, I'm going to rank this person highest. Let's all do it the same way. Are they, do we know, are they allowed to strategize that way? I don't believe so. I, 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 if they try to talk like we need to rank this person here, this person here, uh, I think that'll get shut down. Um, so you see, you, you saw in this episode, Emily talking to Mitchell being like, who are you good with? Who do you think that we mm-hmm. collectively would be safe with that we yeah. would not be mad to see as influencers, like trying to talk as much as you can? Because uh, at the end of the day, the, the producers are in complete control right. over what you yeah. are allowed. You to don't say. get it. You are not allowed to talk about production. Mm-hmm. It's like no, uh, that message is uh, not sent. Yeah, <laughs> not uh, go through. Yeah, cannot send message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's kind of like unspoken, and it's, well, it's spoken, but it's unspoken. So it's like, unsent. oh, this is us. Hashtag Circle Fam. Hashtag Circle Sisters. Mm-hmm. Hashtag the tall girls. Like you make your alliance like that, and you just trust that it's tight, and that you guys are all ranking mm-hmm. each other high. That's why Courtney and um, River want to get chloe and trevor further apart because they they don't want chloe ranking trevor higher than them they want them to be her top priority so that's that's how you do it that's how you maneuver it you you get close with a few people you Mm -hmm. hope you guys are all close and then you guys kind of like the the big brother parachute thing then you guys Mm kind of have parachutes that'll also rank you guys high so that then collectively all three of you guys are high but it's still you know, a, a relatively new show and everybody's still trying to figure out the strategy of it. Um, and we've seen on, on other, again, more UK or the other versions that there's been open strategy talk, uh, at least a little bit more open strategy talk, not rankings. They can't say their rankings, but mm-hmm. they can yeah. strategize. Taren, should yeah, they it's... adopt uh, who's your untouchable? <laughs> <laughs> Well, unfortunately, nobody is touchable in the circle, so oh, gosh, I don't know if that'll work. Um, I want to just touch on that that final three uh, real quick. Uh, so it's it's Chloe, it's Courtney, and it's River. Am I missing something? Why are they Kardashians with a C? Is Thank you a, for asking that. The Chloe thing made a little bit of sense, but where does River come into that? Quiver. Right, <laughs> as, the host, as the host said. Yeah. I think it's just Chloe. I think Chloe, Courtney, they both start with a C, so they just went Kardashians with a C. I don't know. Is it possible they were still like, oh, we're like the Kardashians? They're like, uh, okay, you're not allowed to use uh, Kardashians. Uh, they're very <laughs> yeah. litigious. Uh, like, oh, what about Kardashians with a C? Like, yeah. all right, well, hey, allow. This is probably one of those things where there was another conversation at some point where they collectively talked about how they like the Kardashians or something. Yeah, I, I think it's because their names are. Kardashian name, Kar- Kar- Kardashian names, but with C's. Oh, Chloe and Courtney. Oh, wow. What about River? Sorry. I like oh. just caught that. I yeah. was yeah. stuck okay. on the C thing of like Chloe and Courtney start with a C, but you're right. Wow, went completely over my. But there is no River, correct? <laughs> there I, don't, is, I don't think so. I, uh, sh- is, do any of them have a child named River? Mm. That seems like a thing that could be possible. Does I'm Chicago sorry. have a river? It's, probably, it's probably that River River came up with the name based on the other two. Uh, yeah. and so then, or oh, or did Chloe so and Courtney start that Kardashian chat and, and then, then invited River? Yeah. Oh, that's be. bad. Just sticking the same alliance. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. yeah, for the amount of Kardashians my sisters made me watch, this is embarrassing that I completely <laughs> forgot that. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing this, that I'm the one that said this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good for you, Taryn. Challenge. It was like the, the last season with the name it. the Jonas Brothers. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. 
I would be like, I don't know. There's probably a Kardashian named River. Ugh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when, when I saw it, I thought it was Kardashians and I thought they were going to talk Star Trek. So, That's you know, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, Mitchell is the one that asked the question about uh, the makeup for Emily uh, we already uh, touched on that earlier but we haven't talked a lot about Mitchell uh, who has uh, come in and seemingly uh, you know found a uh, decent spot in the circle it seems like he's made uh, some good relationships does anybody feel strongly about Mitchell um, other than that, he reminds me too much of Pauli Calafiore, as was discussed on a previous one. Oh. I mean, I'm trying to get past that. I'm trying to, but, you know. Spread uh, for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, he did better in the la- later couple episodes. The first few mm-hmm. were a little bit, mm, but um, it seems like we've really got this whole Mitchell and Lance, or Mitchell and Trevor Bros thing going Mm -hmm. on which is an interesting turn that i wasn't expecting kind of nice to see that they're not like making a love triangle a plot here is kind of funny that mitchell and um chloe will one day meet and realize that their other people were catfish Mm -hmm. mitchell came in and i was like oh i'm not gonna like him and then he he is he's growing on me i do really like him he 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 backed off as soon as Trevor was like, oh, that's my Beyonce. So that was a cute moment you guys uh, covered uh, this week. Uh, I, After a few uh, episodes with him, I thought, wow, you guys really casted the wrong brother first. And I'm glad that they <laughs> rectified the situation and brought Mitchell in because he's way more entertaining than Ed and his mom were. But again, like you said, it might have been because Ed was right there next to his mom. He wasn't as entertaining. So I I do. I like Mitchell and um, him and Trevor. I we I we were talking a little bit about the sneak peeks or, or the episode, um, the preview for next week, and it looks like they're about to try and hatch a plot to come between River and Courtney. And I would like to see it. So I'm excited. I, I like Mitchell. Uh, the chat wants us to say what the fuck. So no, uh, no. <laughs> so I, I'm fucking down with that. I like no. him. I'm, I'm Mitchell's okay. The term is not stop trying to make Ferk happen. It's not going to happen. I, I like, uh, I like the opposition here that we have to River and Courtney. That's always fun. This has been, there's been a lot of shuffling around with the ratings over the last few, mm-hmm. um, iterations, which has been really nice to see. I, I think the separating of River and Courtney would be interesting. I'm really trying to peg where lee slash rivers really at because the first couple episodes made us think like that he was such an emotional person crying Mm -hmm. when anybody Mm -hmm. got eliminated and then he really goes for the jugular here calling out trevor as a catfish and i'm wondering if the trevor conversation did that actually pluck his heartstrings or is he just kind of dropping the was the sentimentality a game and now he's just kind of dropping that Mm. I, I think I think that uh, Lee is a very emotional person who's also a very strategic person. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it's it's actually it's it's interesting. I think watching uh, the two of those things combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe that uh, Lee was not faking the emotions uh, that uh, he's uh, expressed along the way. Uh, and, and he's coming to his own where he looked like uh, that he was lost in uh, the first episode or two. Uh, and then here he is. He's finally gotten over his ex. Yeah. Uh, do we think that River has a shot to win this thing? I think he's got a shot. Yeah. I, d- I do. Um, mm-hmm. I think that 
I think that he he would be up there. I think that uh, I think that Chloe has a good chance. I think Mitchell has a good chance. Yeah. Um. You know, and this is just like trying to read like how how are they editing these yeah. players and like who mm-hmm. who do we who is like who are we supposed to All like? Right. Taryn the psychic. Uh, do you have a winner pick at this point in the season? <laughs> I mean, that's always really hard, um, mm-hmm. especially with the circle. Um, I would probably feel a lot more comfortable uh, toward the the tail end of the next four episodes. But uh, like I said, I, I do feel like um, I feel like we are supposed to really like Chloe Mitchell River. Um, I think Courtney, you're supposed to either love him or hate him uh, based on like uh, what we're seeing of him. I think that uh, I think that Trevor. Uh, I, I think they make fun of Trevor too much uh, for Trevor to win this thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We've got uh, a lot of say- people not buying uh, that uh, the Trevor, especially this week, where we saw a lot of people talk about how like uh, the Trevor seems to have like a feminine energy, and people aren't mm-hmm. buying. I feel like that of of anybody. I feel like it's between uh, Courtney and. Uh, and Chloe, I think, are the two people I feel like have uh, have the best winner edit of the circle. Courtney Definitely also possible. has a very strong villain edit, though. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. right. that's where I'm coming in. Like, n- nobody do I think has like an overwhelming mm-hmm. winner edit. And and like Taryn was saying earlier, a lot of it's going to just come down to what is the strategy that these players, whoever makes it to the end, employ in their final exactly. ranking. And we don't, you can't, it's hard to read at this point, are any of them going to to be at all emotional are they all going to play it very strategically Mm -hmm. or is anyone going to say you know what we've come down to this point and there's three people here who i'd be happy to see win and two people who i wouldn't so you know what i'm just going to throw them a bone and hope that at least one of these three people win something like that we don't know yet we've been seeing more strategic play over the season but when it gets down to the end um, it just you can't know how it's how it's going to go at this point. Mary, do yeah. you think that it's possible that uh, we heard Chloe a couple of times that she said that she was going to marry Trevor, she was going to marry Mitchell? Do you think she is angling uh, to uh, complete the Netflix reality trilogy and be on the next season of Love Is Blind? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, if I were her, that's exactly what I would be doing. I would be doing everything I can. I think she's selling herself really well as a great Netflix uh, TV character. And I think that this is not the first time we've seen in reality TV shows people jumping to hyperbole in relationships as like that that has been a vehicle for making people come back on more shows. I hope it happens. I just I really I'm really looking forward to her reactions when she meets uh everybody in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I would love to see Chloe on Love is Blind. Oh my god. <laughs> I I would buy her more on that than this to be mm-hmm. quite honest. The I could just, is it's not blind if she if she only can it. be herself, you know, on, right. on Love is Blind or something. Everyone That's she's true. just going to be like, "Hi, I'm I'm Chloe from I can't do a voice, but you know, mm-hmm. from, <laughs> from all of these other shows, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, I already know what you look like," because you, you can't pretend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it'll it'll be blind on her side though, because yeah. she's still one of the guys, and she'll probably have like at least four guys lining up for her. So it might be oh, like yes. Love Is Blind versus like a mini Bachelorette. Like, Ooh, mm-hmm. We haven't <laughs> seen that yet of multiple people choosing one person and then coming out and they have to see and guess. That'd be fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rob, I wanted to ask you something because I, I noticed this too, that they talked about Trevor having a feminine energy. How much do you think or anybody think that you can tell in text? I mean, obviously with the Jack Emily thing, we, we already talked about that. But with the Trevor thing, like I didn't personally notice anything 
in the in the messages that we saw that would have necessarily indicated, oh, this sounds like a woman. I, I mean, you know, how does one have a feminine way of writing text messages? <laughs> I, well, I think like for me, it's hashtag I'm a fun guy. Uh, yeah. It's it's the like the the weird swearing here. It, it's the try hard energy. I think that uh, so I wouldn't I personally I wouldn't call that feminine energy. I would call that. Uh, it seems like this person, whoever they are, is trying too hard to sound mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a single father. Um, but uh, but I think that, um, you know, maybe you know, maybe what they're going for is uh, is that, you know, I don't know. Because <laughs> they haven't specifically pointed out to anything other other than the try hard stuff um, and the man made me the makeup stuff. And mm-hmm. when he's flirting with uh, with Chloe, well, he's he's not thinking with his eggplant. So um, true, you know, yeah, that, true. Maybe that's it. That must have been it. Yes, good point. Yes, and, and the circle has given us the chance to hear Taryn talk so much about eggplant and buns this mm. week. So uh, thank you again, Cakes. cake. Yeah. Yeah. It should be it should be said that like on a show that's focusing on this idea of catfishing where one of the go-to catfishing is to play as someone from a different gender it, we're going to be reading into everything in a very stereotypical way. We've already heard the oh mm-hmm. Emily's a girl but she knows sports and stuff and so mm-hmm. people are going to be reading into little things like that but it's all very stereotypical and I think if people thought they would probably think like there are men I know who talk like Trevor. There are, you know, women I know who might talk like Emily. Maybe that's that one's a little more of a stretch. <laughs> but, um, but but they're not. They're the, you're you're put in a situation where you're thinking you're attuned to mm-hmm. looking out for things that yeah. might play against whatever type that you have already thought of. And one one thing that I would really like to see with the circle is a wider diversity of like gendered stereotypes or, or, or the opposite of that, if that makes sense. Like I think people try really hard to play into a, a picture version of what mm-hmm. they think um, and not just gendered, but like age stereotypes, et yeah. cetera. So I think if, if everyone, if everyone played a little bit more like themselves, right. we'd probably get, they would be less on one side or the other and everybody would be a little closer to the middle well, because people talk like that. Yeah. Going back to mm-hmm. last season, like Mercedes, for instance, uh, like would have been like a very interesting character to have like mm-hmm. playing as uh, Mercedes. As and Mercedes. I, I don't yeah. remember the name of her uh, catfish. Karen. But yeah. Yeah. She, Karen. yeah. Uh, she just, uh, you know, ended up saying like, I'm going to play this, uh, more down the middle than actually be myself. Um, we had, speaking of catfishes, uh, we had a question, uh, for Trevor from river. How hard has it been for you to play a catfish in the circle? And that's when we got the hashtag. I have morals. Yeah. This was the, like, how, why would I lie about Mm -hmm. being a single father? Hashtag. I have morals. Mm -hmm. And then. Everyone was like, oh, that won me over. Mm-hmm. Now, now, yeah. I'm- yeah. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, who? I, that was the, the sketchiest response I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it, from, it worked. Yeah. From now on, all future contestants, is, if you're indignant in response, then they'll just believe you. Mm-hmm. You know? I, well, I mean, Rob has said this for years. He says, when you're caught in, in a lie or something, deny, deny, deny loudly. The person who goes out with a whimper is usually seems more guilty. Mm-hmm. Even if it's See, not I've true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 
All right. Uh, so uh, we're going to see Emily talk to Mitchell sort of like uh, they kind of gas each other up. Uh, it doesn't ultimately uh, do anything for, for Emily. Um, and then uh, we saw a uh, cat have a conversation uh, with uh, Chloe. Uh, that's where cat uh, uh, told Chloe just how hot it was at the circle. Uh, it seems like that uh, this could be a good bond for uh, both of them. Um, and Robert, then we got Robert, to, did, how how hot how hot was it yeah yeah uh that ho- hotter than a uh jalapenos uh uh nether region south of the border <laughs> i didn't know jalapenos had those mm-hmm. i just we needed to be precise i felt like yeah. that was a moment to be precise yeah. Yeah. yes yes <laughs> um, i don't know if there's an emoji for that but this is true well just the, the pepper and then uh, i think then you gotta pepper. be creative yeah like yeah. a cat yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. is the person who had the conversation with Chloe? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is huge. Oh, though. this is amazing. Like, this conversation uh, apparently oh, I bonded that line. So much that line. That line. Yeah. Like uh, we're gonna see uh, Chloe put Cat at the number one spot in the next mm-hmm. ratings after one con, assumedly one conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was. Do you think she did that strategically? It had. To, I mean, she says. Cat is the only person I don't have doubts about. Um, yeah. But the thing about Chloe is that I think that uh, she knows exactly what she's doing when it comes mm-hmm. to like the dumb persona. And I'm sure that she has her dumb moments and that's how it was spawned. Um, but I think Chloe is absolutely playing this game strategically. And right. that's why she put Cat in first place. Uh, and, uh, and not because she all of a sudden is best friends with Cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because because to keep herself high, she puts cat high, bumps the other people down, but it almost cost her her other ally because Courtney was that close to landing in the bottom two spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier that the difficulty of the strategizing when all you can do is say the more generic things instead of mm-hmm. like sitting down and saying, okay. We're going to do this and this, but we don't want to do this because it could, you know, bump one of us down too low or, or whatever. And it, it just, you know, it's an interesting twist on the way you have to strategize. And with we other almost people. had it this season of the first two people going mm-hmm. to the hangout where you can talk strategy more publicly, being two very strategy focused people. They just unfortunately did not have their strategy and their people yeah. align. If they yeah. had, I think we would have gotten like a really hardcore strong alliance and a lot of transparency there. But as a TV show, we got <laughs> lucky that that wasn't the case. Yeah. yeah. Right. Actually, do we think that uh, season two of The Circle is going to set back the uh, strategy? Now, I, I don't know if they filmed two U.S. seasons uh, before like uh that that this one aired uh whether if season three has already been in the can but taryn i almost feel like that we saw this season get off to such a strategic start uh Mm -hmm. with savannah versus tara alicia and they both end up out the door uh following uh them calling each other out i almost wonder if then people are gonna come in and say and we don't know who the winner is yet ultimately but it's like boy i better not you know, rock the boat too much better, you know, uh, end up just like playing a nice with everybody. Yeah. I mean, I think the lesson here is less to not be strategic and more to not be so openly, uh, calling people out, uh, and being strategic. That was so fun. Um, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it it was unfortunately, but like, and that is, that is the thing, right? Like anytime 
you come close to like a whiff of drama, it's like, I gotta be, I gotta play nice. And they're like, I hate this person. Oh, you're <laughs> so lovely. Hashtag, yeah. I love you. Mm-hmm. Which um, is how girls actually text. So there you go. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, I, I feel like it, the being, I think there's a, there's a balance that we just haven't struck yet of everybody over across the board is playing and thinking appears more strategically. That's not necessarily the way they're communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to call people out. Um, you don't want to set up a, a war between sides night one. Like that's right. a thing that could be beneficial later or more likely is going to be beneficial to your allies because to everybody else in the game, if there's a target set up. So I think the idea of having people going against each other is good as long as it's not you. And the, mm-hmm. the funny part here was that Tara, Alicia and Savannah, just something about their personalities at the very beginning of the game were like, you know what? I'm going to lean into this and I'm going to call them yeah. out right away mm-hmm. from the jump. Yeah. That'll be yeah. a great strategy. They each, they each had that thing. They're like, oh my God, she's calling me, back, me out. I shouldn't do this. Fuck it. I'm going to do yes. it. <laughs> and they did it. So I think, I honestly think, I don't know if it was the strategy takeaway as in, oh, don't strategize. To me, it's don't cause drama. Yeah. Because I think that was the yeah. most thing. It's just don't cause the drama out in the open. Yeah. At least public talk. drama. You could go around yes. and individually talk right. to everyone and call mm-hmm. people out. It's the, they were doing this in the live circle chat as part of a game. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the open, Not, I mean, the drama, but it's not just strategizing. It's the open strategizing, you know, it's, it, and it's also, you know, goes back kind of to the old adage of you can't win the game in night one. But you can lose the game, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, and and that's what happened. They both came out guns blazing. And so that's, I think, what the future people will have to take into account is just calm down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm seeing in our live circle chat that season three has already been filmed. So maybe uh, mm-hmm. season three, uh, the strategic players uh, won't or openly strategic players uh, won't uh, suffer the same fate. As Savannah and Terralisha, maybe the season four players uh, might be uh, back to being as argumentative as we like to see. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other interesting uh, 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 placements from the ratings uh, as they are loaded in? I thought it was also interesting uh, that we saw uh, that Chloe had cat and also Trevor had cat as, yes. uh, as number one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my other. That's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. So she got so high. I assume Mitchell also had Cat up there, um, and uh, and that's how Cat I think made it so high yeah. in uh, in the ratings. I think the biggest takeaway for me, I-, I mentioned this before. I was like, I'm I'm glad that Lance is attempting to to rate strategically, but I even said it a couple episodes ago. Um, <laughs> the way that she is going about it is is a little bit backwards because she is trying to. Uh, you know, burn her uh, her high votes on people that are going to be low, so that her uh, you know ratings of the lower people will go higher. It, that's essentially a way to get yourself higher. If you're Chloe and you put people that are low up higher, okay. that's good for you because you have a higher chance of getting into the mm-hmm. influencer spot. But Lance is at the bottom. Lance is not competing with the top players. Lance is competing with the bottom players, and so mm-hmm. by Lance burning her votes 
on people that are low and putting them up high, she's actually screwing herself over um, Mm -hmm. and guaranteeing that she ends up in a low spot because she has uh, directly given the advantage to all of her direct competitors. Um, And so, uh, you know, there's a, I mean, Chloe or or, uh, Lance is in second to last, seventh place here in these ratings. If Lance had been rating differently, if, if Lance had been putting, you know, people like Emily and, and Courtney and Mitchell, other people who were low uh, in the low ratings, then uh, it is likely that we would have seen uh, Lance survive this, uh, this, this blocking. And this just comes down to Lance having a lack of self-awareness of where they are in the positioning, right? I think we kind yeah. of saw that from Emily, but I think that was a little bit of a put on of just trying to pray for hope and hoping things mm-hmm. were happening okay. And the fact that Emily was getting a lot of their information from Lance, who also has no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we, we see Lance put Mitchell as number two when Mitchell ends up being in fifth place. Mm-hmm. And that could have potentially been, I mean, maybe it would have only gone down to six, but maybe it would have gone down to seventh and bumped bumped Lance up if uh, if they had ranked them lower. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that he put Mitch that high. You're mm-hmm. as a low ranked player, your goal should be, and in generally, your goal should always be get my most popular friend into the influencer spot. So if you're Lance, you should be putting River number River. one every time. Mm-hmm. Courtney, uh, like if if like whoever you have a relationship with, get them into the influencer spot. Burn your number one on them. Uh, and then anyone else who you know is often low, put them as low as possible uh, so that you're not at the bottom of the pack. Smart. And this is where having an alliance like Courtney and Chloe and River do, even if they can't openly say where our ratings are, if the three of them really do trust each other and they're all ranking each other high, as long as they can get at least one into an influencer spot, it doesn't matter how low the rest of them are, unless it's a situation like this where they go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and for River and Courtney, just push Chloe into influencer every time. She never blocks you, and she becomes the biggest threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, one other question uh, about Mitchell that I have. Uh, does anybody know why Mitchell has a guitar that he clearly uh, can't play? <laughs> I think he had two guitars, didn't yeah, he? Why did, when he was playing why does one, he have there a guitar? was one in the room. He's, Maybe he, he's going to learn while he's yeah. there. Exactly. Hey. Was it in the room? Did they just like uh, he shows up in a room and it has I, like props? He just seems my, like a my, guy that would be like, "Yeah, I gotta pick up the guitar while I'm here." See, I assumed, and, and I have no knowledge base for this. So, Taryn or Mari, if you know, my thought was that it was kind of like you enter the circle, they show you a box of toys and say, "Pick one or two things yeah. to bring in." Oh, and he was like, "Oh, picking the guitar that would yeah. be fun." Because you see, Jack has the darts, and then uh, it's like a photo booth in a wedding. You just basically like uh, pick up yeah, like a prop. Yeah. Pick your props and maybe they give you a couple different options because they don't want everybody to be playing with the, the yeah. mini golf. But mm-hmm. uh, that seems what it is, especially since we're seeing different things in each person's room and they seem to be somewhat associated with their personality. Smart. Yeah, like the race cars. We would see the race cars and and some people's um, the RC cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I agree, Mary. I think that's exactly how it is. That's, that'd be my guess. I don't know. Like a rec center. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, give your ID. You could take something else out. Oh, and and sorry, that kind of goes back to I know Taryn had asked one one week, why did Cat have a wig? And I think it's kind of like uh, Brooke from the UK season. She had her wigs. I think she could just play around with with doing hair while she was there, um, mm-hmm. learning how to do hair. Let's uh, check in one other conversation before we have the eliminations. Uh, so. 
Trevor wants to reach out to River and vent about what was going on. Although uh, Trevor knows that River was the person that asked the shady question. Uh, do we think that a- anything changed after this conversation? Yeah, this is what I was trying to get to before with the like, is while River is playing emotionally and strategically, did this move the needle at all and make River feel bad? Or was River like, well, I feel bad, but I still think they're a catfish and need to need to get him out. I do think that Trevor's threat level might go down just a tiny little bit once it's revealed that Jack and Lisa were catfish. That might, I mean, it's still not quite even numbers, but um, so they, they would probably know there's still a couple in there and Trevor's next on the list of obvious catfishes. But I think if anything, the edit we got gave us gave us the view that maybe Trevor believed that River did not actually say it, which is not the look we want. Yeah, I didn't get the sense that River cares one way or another if Trevor is an actual catfish. Uh, He just Mm -hmm. wants to get catfish out to make himself look better. And in particular with Trevor, he wants to to remove Chloe's backup option um, or or other option when it comes to uh, her strategic uh, maneuverability. And so um, to me, it felt like uh, he played this conversation very well because uh, Trevor was like, I'm going to guilt trip. And yeah, sure. Even if because this is my thing about the guilt tripping. Guilt tripping never works in these shows. Uh, Trevor tries the guilt trip and it works. He feels guilty. And then what? <laughs> right. Right? Like, like he's it. not going to then come out and be like, you know, I feel so guilty. Now I have to tell you. That I was the one that asked that question. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, no, of course he's going to continue to deny it. And then when he does, now all of a sudden Trevor's like, oh man, he denied it even though I guilt tripped him. Well, now. Well, I think I that's Trevor know. assuming that River's reasoning was like a, I'm thinking that you're a catfish because I don't trust you or don't think you're genuine. And if I make you feel like I'm genuine, then you'll no longer be targeting me as a catfish. When, like you're saying, River's several steps ahead here and has mm-hmm. multiple reasons for for targeting Trevor, even if they are or not a catfish. Yeah. And I think that comes back, Taryn, what you said to the fact that, you know, unlike almost every other reality show, you can't see the person. So you can't surprise them with that question just to see what their reaction is (laughs) because they can pause and think about it and run into the other room to look for makeup and look in their notebook to see who this injured player is or whatever. You're not going to catch someone that way in this game. But you see that their three dots are not typing. It's mm-hmm. more suspicious. They're so probably talking. running around trying to make up things like Collection Co. <laughs> <laughs> I also wonder when we uh, see Emily and Lance Bass revealed if uh, River and or Trevor are going to be like, oh, two catfishes. Yes, we uh, got our catfishes, everybody. That's it. <laughs> no more. Catfish At least from alarm. the original group. Yeah. yeah. And then they say, I think yeah. there might be one more out here, and it's definitely not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And they could point towards the newer players because, oh, well, there were two in the original group. So obviously, it would be newer players now who are, you know, so it's, you know, that, that Mitchell, he's always looked too good to be true. Mm hmm. So we get to our rankings. Uh, Chloe is one, Cat two, River three, Trevor four, Mitchell five, Courtney six, and then ultimately it's going to be uh, Lance and Emily eliminated. Uh, a- any other interesting notes from our uh, top six? Yes. 
<laughs> Mitchell. Yeah. I don't understand how he can be eating during this. I'd be yeah. so nervous. <laughs> yeah, that's my a good point. appetite would be gone. I would be on well, pins and needles. I would have no appetite. And he's just sitting there no. eating. Do you know how many chicken oh, breasts he has to eat a day? Yeah. Mary. Yeah. I mean, at least four, but nobody's counting. <laughs> Takes dedication to be that small. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, any other thoughts from uh, week two of the circle? Um, I, you know, everybody's saying it is a drop off from the first batch. I, I, I agree. I mean, the first batch episodes, we literally got all out war yeah. on like night two. So it's going to be a drop off. But I do like where it's going. I'm sad. I wish it was longer now that I realize we only have like five more episodes left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're starting but to wind I, down. I, yeah, I'm. There's people that I feel like I'm rooting for. There's people that I um, I, I'm engaged with, and with Emily and Lance being gone, their pr- profiles being gone, and then we're getting this other profile. I think it's going to kick up a notch, and so I'm I'm excited. It, this has just been a, it's been really good. I, I I've been mm-hmm. enjoying all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, honestly, my biggest question uh, so far now is uh, now that Lance is uh, is gone and going to be working under you know John the Psychic. Um, Will the prize money still go to uh, an in sync? Uh, <laughs> no, <toilet>? no, that <laughs> was it. <laughs> that was it. Uh, no, I just feel like I just feel like the question needs to be answered. That's okay. all. I'm saying. Do you think there's any chance we'll get a video like we saw in the opening package of the real Lance Bassett first? So people go, "Oh, it's the real." No, okay, never mind. It's not. <laughs> I, I think that would be funny. Yeah, it would be Thank funny. God. I I don't I don't think we'll get it, but uh, so. mm-hmm. yeah. The, the one question I have, and I think I know the answer to it, but I just, you know, when they, when Courtney has to go to a special room for the inner circle, just so he can do all the things he could have done in his own room, I was <laughs> like, what is the point of this other than, ooh, cool scenery? And mm-hmm. I think that's the answer. Ooh, cool scenery. I, and they I think, got the room. I yeah. mean, there is that. I think that a slightly more real answer might be, and I don't know how they do this technological wise but just we want to make absolutely sure we don't accidentally send one of these joker message from courtney's account and completely screw him over and i don't know if they have the accounts wired to the rooms in some way i mean i know that's i look i work in software i know that they could do it but if i were them i'd be like let's just really really make sure now they probably also just wanted to see someone Mm -hmm. sit in that circle room yeah Yeah. which had what looked like the most uncomfortable chair oh yeah imagine yeah Mm -hmm. maybe that's why he's twerking yeah, yeah. And, and I, uncomfortable. I would just like to say they they got me in a sense because when they did the double blocking, I was like, oh, okay. They might. What if they put them back in as catfish? But they they said, oh, you go meet somebody. They didn't say go to the inner the the inner mm-hmm. circle where mm-hmm. they've done it before. So when they walked into the different rooms, and then um, uh, Lisa walked into the room thinking it was River, and nobody was there. And then Jack finally walked in. I was like, oh, they are going to do like the catfish thing. So I was excited because I, I at first I thought they were just going to let them, them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, was, I was the same way. I immediately was like, they're definitely going to catfish together. Yeah. Uh, and then it was like, <laughs> oh, that doesn't seem like the. And then she walks in. I'm like, I guess not. Oh, no one's here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you yeah. just, you just got, like I was, I, I was almost, I was almost there. And you got yeah. me at the last second. I just love the reaction of Jack walking in seeing lisa and instead of being like oh are, are you trevor or anything he just goes hi i'm jack it's like that means nothing that means nothing. who are you okay i'm jack i'm, who jack. Are you? I'm who are you? lisa 
Well, mm-hmm. the thing is, he, at this point, think that they're meeting the other players. He's like, wow, yeah. look at look at River and Trevor being completely not who we thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, Lisa catfishing as Trevor. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna take some questions from our uh, listeners uh, here watching us uh, live here on YouTube. Uh, but first, let me take a moment and thank our sponsor, our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure, you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know it's easy. Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your policy, and it's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. It's a Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All right. Uh, a couple of questions here tonight. Uh, let's take one from Google Gobble. Uh, is it possible for players to ignore a private chat request? And what do you think would happen? Yeah, so this came up when Chloe was uh, talking with Mitchell. Trevor was calling. We've never seen, at least in the history of the Netflix circle, a player not take the incoming call. Is, is, uh, is this possible, Taryn or Mari? I'm sure it's theoretically possible. If, but if the yeah. producers want you to accept the call, they'll be like, are you sure you mm-hmm. want to turn this down? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, like, I don't think it would happen unless there was a story reason for it to happen. Yeah. And strategically, yeah. there's definitely no reason well, for it right. to happen. Like, for right. instance, yeah. what about when uh, Terlisha was calling Savannah uh, <laughs> and she's like, no, no, let that go to voicemail. I am not yeah. taking her call. <laughs> yes. That that's an instance where the producers would be like, "Ignore." Uh, we're gonna need you to answer that call. Yeah, no, I, I really, I'm really racking my brain, but I could have sworn we saw on one of the variations where it was like private chat declined. Yes, when yeah. um in in the, with the with the tallies, tallies uh, in yes. season three, um, there was a, a situation where uh, one of the players had to choose: uh, Do I continue talking to this person? Do I decline this yes. call? Chloe mm-hmm. was in the same position this season, where um uh, it was Trevor that called, and she was like, "Should I deny? Should I uh, turn down the Trevor call and continue talking to Mitchell, or should I hang up on Mitchell and talk to Trevor?" Um, and I think that's why they didn't let her have enough time for like a proper goodbye. Either. They're like, no, this is a, this is a decision. You've got to back out of this if you're going to talk to Trevor. I, I think it would have been fun to allow her to have a split screen, like talking to both of them, you no, know, and making fun. sure she says the right thing to the right person. <laughs> wild. Uh, Guys, hire David. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, then uh, this is from uh, Michael, who says, uh, now that Jack is gone, and his message for the group uh, clearly won't say he was the Joker. Uh, will people start suspecting Ooh. Courtney? Yeah. Uh, do we think that uh, that he will mention that, or do we think that potentially that uh, will is it possible they won't give them a goodbye message if they're still in the game as other players? I think they will because if they mm-hmm. didn't, then that would raise suspicions yeah. uh, a lot, yeah. right? So, right. Um, I think that uh, they'll they'll leave goodbye messages, and then also. If they leave goodbye messages, it'll be more fun when they're ultimately revealed to be the ones playing Again. John the Psychic, right? Yeah, it also um, just makes more sense to to get the goodbye message here. It's going to be less of a reaction, of like of who the fake new guy is when they mm-hmm. reveal that one. This mm-hmm. is a much more interesting reaction because they we want to get the the immediate um, Chloe realizing that Emily's not who they say they are and. and that kind of thing yeah right away i wonder if we're so far removed from the joker that it's not even going to be on anybody's top of mind yeah 
Mitchell mentioned I it in the rankings, but it hasn't been like a big plot point towards the end of the week. Yeah, right. And right. Emily has no idea that anybody even suspects her, so there's no reason right. for him to be. Oh yeah, like, it's, I'm not even the Joker. Like, uh, yeah, yeah right. it's it kind of depends if they what the circle production wants to happen here because the circle production did inform Mitchell and Cat that they were not allowed to. What was it? Talk exactly about the they said or no that the Joker could not reveal themselves until after right. they they left the game or whatever, mm-hmm. and so you would think by that 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 would mean that they would have to say in their goodbye message if they were the Joker or not. But but they they might change that on the fly because I don't even think the full <laughs> cast got that ruling. Well, see, given right. given what happened, I think I, I think that uh, I actually misinterpreted that rule. So I think that what they meant by leave the game, they meant literally the Joker. When the Joker leaves the game. Uh, then they can talk about the Joker. And so the Joker left the game after the Joker chose one of the influencers. And that's oh, okay. why the circle revealed now there's a Joker. And then Kat could talk about it with Terralisha um, and, and, and Chloe. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's take a question. This is from uh, another one of our listeners. For Taryn, do you think mm. that the ratings are 100% producer tamper free? So, I mean, I, I believe the yeah, the ratings themselves are are the cleanest part of of the show, um, because uh, at the end of the day, the players can choose whoever they want to rate, however they want to rate. But that does not mean that they can't be influenced by, uh, you know, uh, you know, things that are that are said to them or 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 conversations that they're allowed or not allowed to have. Right. So, yes. Mm-hmm. What would have happened this week if players in sixth and seventh place had tied? Make fire, fire, I think. Fire making. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great answer. Mm-hmm. It, they, oh. I mean, they have tiebreaker procedures. Um, you know, maybe they would have gone, uh, did any of them get a first place? Or maybe yeah. they would have gone, uh, whoever got the highest placement by an, any individual yeah. player. Um, filter filter the been... rankings without that eighth place person. They, they, that person's gone. Yeah. Now what are, now what are the rankings right. look like? Or pull the two people out who were tied. Mm-hmm. I like fire making better. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Said uh, no one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mindy wants to know uh, what happened with Courtney in the last ranking. How did he go from influencer to almost the uh, bottom, uh, almost at the bottom? Uh, you know, we've talked about this uh, phenomenon in the circle where you sort of like uh, hit the ceiling and then uh, come back down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Courtney doesn't seem to have the greatest relationships outside of his alliance anymore. Um, that, uh, we actually didn't see many, uh, I don't think we saw anybody rate Courtney other than River, who put Courtney at number two, and Mm -hmm. Mitchell, who suspects Courtney as the Joker at number seven. Um, so, you know, obviously I'm sure Lance put Courtney low, Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, I'm not sure who else did it. Might have been Chloe. I mean, Chloe puts Emily at six, even though she still says that Emily is like one of her besties. She just suspects that she's a catfish. That's why she puts her at six. But um, I'm wondering if the reality is that Chloe, like Lance, was rating strategically in order to get a higher rating. Maybe she also put Courtney low. Um, and uh, and maybe Kat, who is in with Mitchell, maybe Mitchell has shared his suspicions about Courtney with Kat yeah. at this point. Maybe she put Courtney low. Um, it's hard to know uh, for sure. I was going to say also just the addition of Kat and Mitchell being able to be ranked probably... Um, affected yeah. Courtney period because Kat got both Trevor and Chloe's number one spots. Mitchell and Chloe are on a good um, you know, they're 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 
good together. So I don't know. I don't think she would have rated Mitchell higher than Courtney, but just the added two more people and Kat doing so well, seemingly across the ratings, just pushed him down on top of the strategicness of, of like Lisa and, and Mitchell as well. So it's not really surprising given this cast has really been kind of roller coastery with the influencers. Yeah, and I, I think what you'll normally see is that like a player like Chloe can consistently do well because she has proven herself to keep her allies safe. So her allies will continue okay. to rate her high. Um, if somebody rises up and then falls back down, it's because they just happen to get a rise earlier. And then uh, the backlash comes. They don't have enough allies who uh, feel mm-hmm. comfortable yeah. enough with them being high. All right. Great job uh, talking about uh, the circle. Any final thoughts? From week two. I mean, the preview The preview looked interesting. I'll give yeah. it that. It seems like we've got some interesting stuff coming up, uh, you know, if, if to talk about the preview here. Uh, that, uh, as Mari mentioned, um, there was some talk about maybe trying to break up Courtney and River. Um, there's going to be a super secret influencer. We saw some people crying. Um, I'm hoping that we come back around because this was advertised as a very strategic season. And for as interesting and warlike as the first four episodes were um it wasn't that strategic more than it was just dramatic Mm -hmm. um and what we've seen in these four episodes is also like a little bit more strategic than we saw last season but not overly so so i'm hoping that we really get into some juicy strategic stuff in these last four episodes uh leading up to the uh the final yeah finale Mm -hmm. and reunion show Mm -hmm. uh the following week all right uh let's talk about what else is going on here on rob has a podcast and the reality TV wrap up. So on Wednesday night, talked about Survivor Samoa. We cracked the four hour mark uh, with Huya and Mel Hulst to talk about Survivor Samoa. If you are looking for something to do, live feeds uh, out for the weekend. Uh, why don't you catch up with our 25th place uh, wrap up of Survivor Samoa in terms of the all time top 40 power rankings? And David. What could you tell us about uh, you and Jessica Lewis getting together to talk about why Natalie won? Well, I, uh, that should be posted soon. Uh, and uh, we didn't go four hours. We only went two hours. Uh, but uh, you'll get to hear my Russell impersonation, uh, which... Can you give us a preview? Works. Yeah. It, oh, gosh. Probably not immediately, okay. you know. <laughs> but uh, the, the hey, game how do you feel you know, um, I, I tried to do a Natalie impersonation too, and Jessica was uh, less than impressed with that. Mm. Um, but, I've never heard uh, a Natalie White impersonation. Well, there's not, you know, it was, I just uh, did a. Uh, I think Southern, Josh did one of the evolution you know. strategy, to be honest, actually. Yeah. I got about three lines of dialogue to choose from. Yeah. So. Right, right. Well, I was quoting uh, her interview that she did with me back at the time. So oh. she had a lot more dialogue when I interviewed her than she did the whole game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, check that out. Also, uh, that we did our patron uh, feedback show. Also, uh, talking uh, even more about Survivor Samoa in the Robinson Podcast patron podcast feed. This Wednesday, I will be talking about the 24th best season mm-hmm. of all time. It is Survivor All-Stars. Shannon Gus and Matt Ligori will talk with me about uh, what they think about uh, Survivor All-Stars, the 24th best season of all time. So uh, I'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, Mary has thumbs down. Too low. No, too low. This is a top five season. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, top five season. Okay, of course, a noted uh, Boston Rob Stan, uh, Frail Mary. Uh, then, then uh, Mary, you, you'll then we have something that you might like uh, this week over on at Wit Out Play Out List, where I talked about iconic Survivor power couples uh, with Mike Bloom, Kevin, and Nigel. Talked about uh, twenty of Survivor's most iconic uh, Survivor power couples. Uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, that's uh, about three and a half hours on. That one. So look, uh, no live feeds. We got you covered uh, this weekend. Lots of many, many hours of podcasts you might have missed from during this week. Of course, uh, still a lot more going on uh, in the Big Brother Canada. What's this? Oh, Monday night. Taryn, what a highly anticipated night uh, this is going to be for Big Brother Canada. When it all comes back, we'll find out the answers to all of Big Brother Canada's biggest mysteries with myself, Mm -hmm. Taryn, Kirsten McInnes, and Matt Ligori. Taryn, uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, we're looking at uh, multiple mysteries. Uh, who's going to be there? Who's going to be in power? Who's going to be on their way out the door? Uh, there's a lot of things to find out. Yeah. So we'll see. Mon- Monday night. And uh, well, where, where we'll be at on Monday with Big Brother Canada. Boy, we had a lot of fun on the RHAP Rewind uh, this week. We talked about MTV Cribs. Had a lot of fun. Uh, Chappelle and I uh, welcomed Asia Welch, who was on uh, with Taryn on the episode seven uh, circle recap and Jason Reed. We talked about two different episodes of MTV Cribs, and we had a lot of fun looking back at MTV Cribs. David, were you an MTV Cribs guy? Uh, No. No, it, it, it didn't have quite enough strategy for me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was very, very fun to get to talk about uh, what goes on. Basically, we got a good uh, synopsis of what's going on in your average episode of Cribs on the RHAP Rewind. Uh, definitely uh, check that one out. And of course, uh, we got a lot going on uh, this week for the patrons of Rob's podcast. A new patron orientation coming up on Tuesday night. If uh, you uh, came on in April or recently, that you can go ahead and check out everything we have going on on uh, Tuesday night. I'll be uh, showing the new patrons a little bit of the ropes on how to access all of the benefits of being a patron and saying hello to uh, a bunch of people as well. And then uh, we're going to try out this uh, Friday night. Uh, we're going to try out the first ever patron karaoke night on uh, this uh, Friday. April 30th. So uh should be a uh, fun week. Plus, I'm going to watch the NFL draft live on Discord. I'm going to take a page out of uh, Mari's book and uh, try to see. Uh, we're going to talk to people live on Discord for the NFL draft live on uh, Thursday night. So looking forward to that. Of course, if you're watching the uh, video here live, uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You could hit the like button, too. That wouldn't kill you over on YouTube. And, of course, uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts as well. And then, of course, uh, follow us on social media. We have uh, plenty of highlights from all the podcasts over on Twitter, at Robinson Podcast, or on Instagram as well, uh, at RJP Grams, where uh, many of our podcast hosts have been doing uh, takeovers, uh, just like Mari did uh, a few weeks back during WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I've been glued to the RHAP gram since then. I'm like, I can't wait to see who takes over every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, uh, who's the, who's the getting, uh, into the inner circle of the RHAP yeah. Instagram, uh, week <laughs> after week. Uh, Mari, uh, what do you have going on these days? 
I'm just doing some BB can coverage on and off periodically. You'll find me here or there, um, wherever you have me. I'll, I'll, I watch it all. We all know this. I'll watch it all. I'll come and I'll talk about it. So, uh, everybody, you can keep in touch with me on Twitter and stereo at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. Uh, Matt Scott and I are on our off season for a wrestling half ups podcast. Um, in the meantime, follow both of us. Uh, you can follow Matt at Matt Scott GW on Twitter and on stereo. Cause we're trying to come up with some fun things to do with the patrons and the listeners while we're on the off season. Uh, like Rob mentioned, we're on the RHAP discord uh, discussing a lot of the pay-per-views and stuff like that. And hopefully uh, some other stuff that we're talking about with the, the in job has a squad cast, our unofficial official uh, RHAP patrons, Facebook group. So just follow us to see what we're up to while we're on the off season. Yeah, and Matt did a great job uh, talking about episode number six uh, this mm-hmm. week with Taryn, if you missed any of the episode recaps. And I also had a lot of fun uh, with you and Matt last Saturday uh, when I was on the uh, wrestling wrap up uh, talking about the first week after WrestleMania, if anybody wants to go back mm-hmm. and uh, check that out. Uh, Mari, uh, lots of fun getting to catch up with you today. Uh, Love it. David, mm-hmm. uh, that we know why Natalie won. What, what else is going on? Well, the week before, we, we had a rare back-to-back week where we did uh, Why Bob Won. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, after that, uh, Bob got on Twitter and was talking about it. And then Sugar joined in. And so uh, there were some interesting things there. And Bob said that he enjoyed most of what we had yeah, to say about him. You might get some him. interesting feedback this week. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say is I, I kind of don't really want to hear from Russell. Um, but uh, who knows? Maybe Were you uh, there, David? You know? Yeah, well, he, uh, you know, I quoted him in the interview, too, and uh, uh, his, his interview with me started out with a couple of F-bombs, so he was he was not a happy camper at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't even uh, like YX Lost. <laughs> he probably doesn't, especially after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then we'll, uh, you know, we'll keep doing it every uh, couple few weeks uh, from here on out, probably. Okay. All right. Uh, great job tonight, David. Uh, Mary, well, what do you have going on? Well, I made a promise yes. to my mom yes. that I would release an episode of Twi Fight this weekend. So that's going to happen, you I do, guess, tomorrow. Twi, Twi Fight? Yeah, Twi Fight, my Twilight podcast. It's on KowskiCast.com. Yes. But it's, it's my Who's fighting? Me and my co-host, because I love Twi- Twilight and she hates it. Oh, okay. So we're, it's like we're a debate? fighting. Yeah, well, some would argue that it's not really a it's debate. It's not like uh, Team Edward versus Twilight, Team Jacob. Obviously. It's like that, but throughout the entire thing, full concept, chapter by chapter. So mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. Uh, going well. But um, yeah, and and my mom, famously the only person whom my promises mean anything to when it comes to releasing podcasts. So I guess that's going to actually happen now that I've said it aloud here. So you manifested it yeah, yeah that's what that's what's happening yep um other than that just you know watching big brother when it's on um like everybody else and uh and so you can find me here for mm-hmm. that or everywhere at frail mary if you want to watch me yeah re-watch uh, smallville and tweet about it okay uh <laughs> mary uh you had a great uh live feed update uh with uh taryn uh last weekend as well saturday was uh that was a fun one <laughs> Yeah, it was surprising for me. And uh, mm-hmm. since I had to watch a, a week's worth of shows and catch up on feeds, um, 
and it changed a lot last week from mm-hmm. the beginning to the yeah. end. So that was very fun. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're all going to have that same reaction on Monday. Yeah. Well, I'll be there. It's going to be a big, uh, big recap on Monday night. And then Taryn, I'm sure everybody wants to know what, like, uh, what are you doing uh, with uh, all this time this weekend? Well, uh, right after this ends, I'm going to be uh, jumping on Twitch with uh, with Lita, who uh, does have a great Chloe impersonation. Mm-hmm. We're going to be uh, predicting the Oscars for tomorrow night. Uh, predicting the Oscars stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong there. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, I'll be playing some Fall Guys with uh, the winner of Big Brother 22, Cody Calafuri. How did they, um, can I ask, how did that uh, come about? He reached out. Yeah. He's been, he's been watching me play. He's a fan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look, Rob, people love Fall Guys. Mm-hmm. Not, Ooh, not Wise Guys? That's not what <laughs> the game? I mean, maybe maybe, maybe he got it confused. I'm not sure. But uh, either way, <laughs> he's there. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun tomorrow night there on Twitch. Of course, uh, Big Brother coverage coming back Monday night into Tuesday morning. We'll have the live feed updates. We'll return. Um, we'll let you know everything that's going on there. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you all for uh, checking us out and uh, enjoy uh, week three of The Circle. We'll be back next Saturday again live to talk more about it uh, and recap all of week three. Taryn will have uh, daily uh, episodes uh, once they drop. You can subscribe to our Circle coverage at robinswebsite.com slash Circle Podcast. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work. But you know what's easy? Bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today.